What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of Invite the Neighbors DIY Podcast. This is Brian Porter, your host. You know that. Um, this episode, my band, In a Daydream, we went down to Bowling Green, Ohio to do a Shack TV live stream over Twitch with the Summit Shack homies and the Loon Base Studios homies. And they do a really cool thing where, you know, it's a legitimate live stream. Like they mic all the amps and the drums and you play and it's live over Twitch. And we have a YouTube video coming soon for those of you who did not see the actual live stream. Um, and we had a really good time. And they've, that was the 10th episode that they've done. So it was really, we were really glad to be on there. It's so much fun. They do such a good job. I was telling Matt, who, um, who's one of the guys who runs it, that like, it's so easy going and laid back when you get there that it's almost like you don't expect it to be as good as it is. And it's not like an insult. It just feels like, oh, this is just kind of thrown together. Everyone's just having a good time. But then you see it and it looks professional. And it's like, holy shit, this is awesome. And they make you feel so cool as a band. They have like four cameras like on a switchboard. It's like a professional show. Camera quality is great. Um, so definitely give uh, Summit Shack a follow on Twitch and on Instagram and all that. And check out some of their stuff and check out their YouTube channel because they're going to be releasing videos that we did. And there's also a bunch of other bands that have been. Like I said, we were the 10th one and they're going to keep doing more. Um, and then at the end of the stream, after we played our songs, we did a podcast. Um, it's one of those interesting things that I get to do. Having this podcast is kind of do my own thing on other people's platforms. Um, so I did this podcast that you're about to hear over their live stream. And um, just wanted to thank them for recording this audio and sending it to me. So I didn't have as much work to do um, and for setting it all up. Um, like I said, though, just follow the Summit Shack. Um, I, you know, I really appreciate those guys. And this is like the third or fourth time we've kind of linked up for a podcast or music related thing. And I don't doubt that we'll keep doing that in the future. Um, and I'm just putting it out there on the airwaves right now. Next time you guys do a festival down there in Bowling Green, cause they are one to do that. If you guys don't know, think of your boys in a daydream. We would love to come back and also thank you for all the kind words about our music. Um, I'm really excited about it. Our record comes out December 3rd. It's called This Side of Purgatory. Um, we have two singles out right now on Spotify. So look up in a daydream. And uh, anyways, I'm going to get right into this episode. So thank you guys for listening. Check out the Summit Shack. And yeah, here we go. And just actually one final thing before I get into this. Um, in the beginning, there is some... Because this is the audio that was taken directly from the video stream... There is some music in the beginning, in the background, that was a part of their production. Um, I don't know how to take that out because it is just one audio file from a video. So just bear with it. It, it would have made way more sense if you could see the video. Um, and I will be posting a video of this at some point, too. But for now, please just bear with me. The, the music doesn't play the whole time. So if, you, if it bothers you, you can skip ahead or you can just deal with it. But um, anyways, just wanted to give that disclaimer. All right, here we go. Dude, fucking crack of the floor. Brian's holding it's, us here. It's, yeah. <laughs> Said we couldn't move. We're at an undisclosed location. <laughs> Not the summit check. But uh, no, this is, this, this is fucking cool, though. Like, I haven't done a podcast. Well, I've done a podcast here before. Not in the garage, though. Never. I did it in the living room at one time. That's true, yeah. That was a fun show. What was that like? Wasn't that like the equipment show? Yeah. Equipment or origami. origami. That was magical. Magical. Yeah. EP release show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That was back when Into Daydream was a two piece. That was kind of a shit show. Not like it was a great show, but like a we had a I remember the vocal monitor broke that show, I think, and we had to use a bass cab. Really? So we were running all of your vocals through. It was a bass cab. I remember like the mic. Combo, but yeah. Like, <laughs> and then today we ran yeah, all the yeah, bass through. Yeah, they went on first. Guitar cab. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The mic uh, kept shocking me too. <laughs> good it kept like that's a part of the experience yeah. five times that's a song our, that's our hazing like you guys are the reason that i had uh my little mic uh pop filter thing that goes over it i brought that with me so i'm like sometimes the mics shock you here yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not grounded here i don't think yeah <laughs> but yeah dude it was it was something else i mean i was just like so happy to be here 
be there. I was like, our band has no business. When like, was that show? That was in that 2019. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the last shows. Yeah. Was, well, that happened before 2020, but probably here too. I feel like there's a little bit of reverb going on right now too. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's nice. Usually it's, well, it's not close enough that the snare will rattle sometimes like on the kit. Oh yeah. That's too oh, close. Yeah. I hate that shit, dude. I'm running the show right now, dude. All right. You call the shots. Yeah. So, dude, I'm so not used to like being <laughs> It is. It's so I cool like though. It. Why are you watching this? But This no. is your first show with video. Yeah. This is the first, uh, yeah. First invite the neighbor's video podcast uh don't expect a lot more but this is the one and maybe because i don't have a camera i mean i have you know this guy but i don't really know if uh i have the energy to do a lot of these do this again yeah oh fuck yeah dude i'm always down but um yeah they've been on my podcast before uh it's called invite the neighbors and that's kind of what we're doing now this is like a different take on the whole shack tv thing every time i come here i want to like do I like mixing, blending the different like entities. You know what I mean? Like you guys do a cool thing. I do like a moderately cool thing that I don't put enough effort into. I like your thing. <laughs> I like your thing a lot. I was thinking the other day too. It's crazy that you're at. You said one. This is be one forty three. One thirty four. One thirty four. Yeah, right? which is pretty wow. freaking insane because you've only been doing it for like two and a half years, right? Two. Probably like close to three now. Three now. Yeah. yeah. That's insane. But it is a lot. Yeah, because when I was here, it was fifty. Yeah, that's, that's like crazy. why I was here. I was like, oh, I'm going to do the 50th episode, the equipment release show. Too. It's like, dude, I don't yeah. know. that's why I don't edit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it still sounds fine, though. It's a good format. Or are you going to do anything special for like 150 or nothing? I don't, you know what? I'll probably just see what is happening around the time when it's getting closer. Like, I've been doing episodes spaced out more lately to where it's like I was dropping them every week and that. Especially during the pandemic, I was sometimes doing two a week and that just got to be too much. And then I kind of fell out of love with the process of doing this. And so now I've been doing them just like whenever I want. And so once I get closer to 150, I'll probably be like, all right, well, how do I need to space this in order to do something cool with it? I will do something cool, but I just don't know what. You wanted to do show off some merch. So oh, yeah. We'll do, yeah. We'll do a nice. in a daydream segment first. Thing. All right. So this is the, the serious merch. It's got the upside down crosses because there's all the fucking. There's a lot of religious references in the record. Those are lyrics from the our first single, Romantic Egotist. So this is like, I don't know, if you're like me, you might like that. And then uh, this one I think is hilarious. It's a joke, obviously. Some people have asked if the Detroit Church of Satan youth football program is a real thing. Uh, it could be, but I made this up. The bottom says, give them hell, boys. It was between that and God punts on third down. I like it. I yeah. Like <laughs> you know, give In a Daydream on, on Instagram and Twitter. We're at, at In a Daydream USA on all of them. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. I just want to say, fuck putting your state in the name. Dude. In a Daydream yeah. USA, so much cooler. Yeah. Our band, band Minnesota our, uh, group chat is called Fever Dream USA. <laughs> That's sick. We call it, I jokingly refer to it as In a Daydream Globo Corp. Because I just like to think about entertainment like, seven twenty. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought the USA was like a funny, and it, you know, it forces us too. You know, I think a lot of people are, are afraid to like openly have like lofty goals. You know, and I think the idea of calling it USA means like I I have goals to branch out and be a, a band that plays overseas sometimes, and like and and is not just like a a regional band. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It would be cool when we get like Summit Shack International, right? Yeah, dude. That's that's the goals, right? I mean, we could. We've got like loose connections to what is it, Big Scary Monsters? I don't know. I don't know anybody. There's some UK bands on the label. I got a passport. So we could do it. Shack Worldwide. You and me kind of. Let's for, just, if we can bring lakes here or go see lakes and like do a session like globally. I Yeah. I, I mean, I've done a few with uh, bands from the UK. They're from, they're from Iowa. From <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they did. They, they did tour Japan. Tour, Can we get yeah. a close-up yeah. edit of uh, Trey's face no, 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 after no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> <He was> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like uh, this band, Modern Error, just came on, and they're from the UK, and those guys are fucking awesome. They're identical twins who do like like a sort of like industrial post hardcore type of thing. And they like wear like these surreal, like leather jumpsuits and shit. Super cool. And like all their artwork is super like 
just blue background with like it just looks really like the future modern era yeah yeah they're they're pretty dope jim and sophie tucker anyone know anyone privy people people dancing on the people <laughs> look, look it up afterwards it's Ooh. a fun time it is a fun time <laughs> it's just dancey music it's very dancey very fun i fucks with it hell yeah how long have you guys been like doing these because i remember like seeing a few friends like former critics did i think maybe even the first one no, no i got actually mm, i have a question get former critics in now i have a question because like when did you when so Swordfest was the first like that's thing. when i met everybody that was the first summer shack thing yeah because i'm like trying to see where everyone's entry level is on it now yeah because i feel like people find it through you know a friend like i don't know half the connections that people know are just people with people and stuff like that yeah so it's i don't know it's weird seeing where how all the bands end up here i guess yeah yeah it was definitely uh it w- the sword fest was like a really almost like difficult experience for me because it was like us too it would but yeah i could imagine but like it wasn't that doing the podcast was difficult it was difficult to like be there and realize that like this entire scene has been going on all this time without me oh yeah and now i'm just trying to claw my way into it and you guys are so cool about it but i just felt like god i just want to i wish i was playing you know what i mean like that's all i wanted to be doing that's like the whole reason i do this podcast because I, I just want to like set myself up to play music the irony of that is that we'd only probably been doing it prior to that i don't know two years like prior to Swordfest. so it's not even i don't even think in Bowling Green specifically, too, I feel like the the scene, right, the DIY scene, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that, or whatever scenes are going on, is kind of always like passed off to other people here. Yeah, like it's not large, it's not huge, and most of the, you know whether it doesn't matter the genre. I feel like you know the city is so small, you end up meeting a lot of those people in music here. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's only a few house, you know, places where house shows happen um, at any given like five years, like you know chunks. Right. And, uh, so I, I, you know, when we started, I don't. There wasn't really anybody around here that had been doing it. But I, we, well, schoolhouse. But I'm saying when you started doing school here, there was a couple of other places that had house shows. Yeah, there's like the Hard Rock place. Yeah, which is a, it's like the edge of town. But yeah, when I came here, I was like in the same boat. I like saw it. I was like, oh, I want to do that shit. Yeah. I didn't really ever have time to until I graduated. Trey and I, Trey and I both graduated right around the same time in 2016, 2017 ish, somewhere in there. Um, so we both had like the time and energy to like devote to something like that, and then Swordfest was like literally two years after our first thing. Like Connor started booking the festivals, and they got out of hand. So that's <laughs> how Swordfest started well, happening and things d- like that. Dylan booked the first one and the second one. Yeah, shout uh, out Focella, Focella one and Focella two. Yay! Um, and Focella two is wild because like Heart Attack Man played the garage. Which yeah, was that was wild, silly. Yeah, the neighbors were like texting awful. me. It's like they're like, "Is the show almost over?" And I was just like, "I think they're on their last song." And Eric was like, "This is our last fucking song." And I was like, "I think they heard that." Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I was literally, I was up on the balcony up there, just like listening because like the garage was fucking packed out, and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to be in there right now." Like thinking back to those days where we were fitting like probably 50, 60 people in here. Yeah, it's like an uncomfortable. It's too fucking small, dude. Yeah. Like, it's nutty yeah. watching back. Yeah. This feels so much smaller right now. Oh, yeah. Well, and we also we cut off the back, too. So, like, all that's yeah. backstage. It only yeah. cuts, like, a couple feet, but, like, that's all storage and stuff. Yeah, it didn't it, used to be there to that extent. You know? I feel like you're probably pretty satisfied with using the space, how you're using it now. And then into 2020, we were going to do Focella 4 at Howard's, right? So, mm-hmm. we had done Focella 3 at Howard's. We're going to have the fourth one there. And then, obviously, you know, we're everyone was like stay inside can't go anywhere we're like all right no more howards so we threw uh mindshella and we put yeah the whole festival essentially into minecraft um and that's kind of like once we had i mean it was a lot of work from <laughs> we we started doing this whole server we had no online, idea um vanilla yeah vanilla. I, I remember we we put a demo on it and then yeah. It got cut in half because everyone was jumping on for origami. Sure. Yeah. 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 I'm the one who who got fucked. Yeah. I I didn't even care. I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, when we started that, we were doing it in vanilla, a vanilla Minecraft server, right? Like, which basically was a dumb idea. It was a stupid idea, (laughs) and uh, it it was cool. Yeah. So we built the majority of of those sets with resources that we mined in the game it took fucking forever and then we were Hard like flex. okay we gotta yeah, finish remember this that. so like we turned on creative, no mode creative mode so that you could build whatever the fuck you wanted but like yeah we should have done this uh, from day one but 
Yeah, we yeah, I remember that. In the game. But anyways, so we put the whole festival on Minecraft. And when that happened, I was like, I don't know. I've been bugging everybody. And I think it had been mentioned a few times by other people too. Like, yeah, we should do like live stream shows. And we're like, that's going to cost a lot of money and probably be a lot of work. Yeah. And it kind of, uh, we started a Patreon into 2020. And um, we had accrued a little bit of money through there. So we'd spent literally all of that on equipment you know, we're using, yeah for the live shows um and uh summer bruise is the first one the first band that did a uh, live show miss those um, fuckers this is the uh, this is the 10th one you all were the 10th show today yeah, so yeah this is oh, episode nice. 10 uh, within a daydream um there's gonna be one more um confirmed here in the shack again it's true. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet's playing the shack. Um, Shoeless and all. Hell it's yeah, nice of the, it's very nice of them. We might be doing like a Shack TV live at Howard's. Uh, Jiraiya and Bummer Camp are coming oh, through. Oh, dude. Um, might have come down. And we originally just like had them set up for a session. And then it turns out Howard's was open. And they got like, they couldn't get like a gig somewhere else. Like the booker fell through. So we set up uh, a Howard's gig. And I think where you might stream it at Howard's. Yeah, I think just get the board directly from Steve. Yeah, we uh, I guess we're talking like we're figuring it out right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, we yeah, haven't discussed it. Like, I love that. <laughs> but this is no, but seriously, this is the Discord server. Literally, all the time, it's like all these yeah. guys who jump on, and we just literally just figure shit out. We yeah, plan. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah probably Doritos yeah. Locos Discord. But it's yeah. Oh, that's you guys. Yeah, yeah that's okay. ours. <laughs> I see that every time. Yeah, I Ian. Ian, who named the shack, is the one who started that Discord forever ago, just to play games, and it just like kind of evolved into like the shack adjacent, like yeah. friend, friends and fans. Yeah, Soccer cars every night at midnight. Yeah. So this was the this is the tenth episode, but I do want to I want to give a couple of shout outs. Um. So when we first started this, I mean, we kind of we've got the video side down. Like uh, Matt. Uh, chances over there doing switchboard right now for the cameras and me we, we do wedding videography um and so we, we kind of we have a video portion down audio however we're stupid but anyways so you know we hit up jake pachesa who plays in equipment as the drummer yeah um, yeah he was very good with audio uh, jake pachesa helped us with the first like three or four oh. and also kind of trained mike seymour who did has done the audio <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> For every single show, so shout out to Mike. He had pies, delivered, but yeah, um, there were pies mentioned. So yeah, shout out Jake, shout out Mike. Um, they've been doing our audio pretty much the whole time. Um, giant beast. There so is much. a lot of cables, dude. Um, and then shout out to Mikhail over here. He's been doing cameras for. Uh, for um, Hello. Hi. <laughs> so and then Matt runs camera. Chance runs a camera. We've had a few other people. Uh. Our friend Puff has uh, run camera before. Who else is? I think Taylor. Taylor has done camera. Kate and Ellie host, and it's kind of this circle of hosts that we have. And this is just the two cameras. We got four. Oh, there's so, four. Yeah, there's one actually over there too. Oh, three shots. Camera there. there. Yeah, so we're there. Oh shit! So yeah, that was one of the things that we got Whoa. with uh, <laughs> what uh, Patreon stuff. Patreon monkeys was the switchboard over here. So all the four cameras are running into this. Switchboard. Oh, chances switching between the cameras. Um, oh, we've got our soundboard down here that no one can see with an in-ear monitor system, and he's getting an audio out from that that's going to Twitch. That's, that's kind of how it works. Which is really this. It's funny too. Okay, so like this whole system, it's the same almost as the same thing we did for Minecraft, like yeah. Minecella. Like <laughs> yeah, it really, it really is like chance was switching between cameras for that. Right. He was, was grabbing great. a stream oh. from three other people or was it four? So, so basically what we did is we had, uh, two different discords set up. We had a discord set up for the people who were attending the Minecraft festival and wanted to hear the music directly, like at the same yeah. time as things were happening. Yeah. That were like participating. So I was on, I had two Discord accounts. I was in one. Yeah. Um, so I had two, two Discords set up um, with two laptops. <laughs> and I was in one Discord so that I could stream the audio for the people that were in Minecraft so they could have it in real time. And then I was in another Discord streaming Minecraft um, directly to Discord so that there was no delay. delay. Yeah. And then Matt was also streaming 
Minecraft Discord, and Trey and Ian were also streaming Minecraft Dude, you're Discord. You're going to give me a panic attack. Yeah. Are you having a panic attack? Am I having a panic attack? Are you having a panic attack? Oh. Yeah, see, Connor, Connor <laughs> Chan, Matt streamed my stream to get it, give it to Chance. Oh so Chance God. was it was it was a loop into a loop, but with the, like the way we had everything set up, it was the only way it was going to work. Yeah, and I was like, I had to DJ, so I had to join a different Discord to like unmute myself and like talk to the, to yeah. the stream. Yeah. Holy, it shit. was a, it was a, it was an. Uh, there was certainly an easier way to do it. That's like yeah. such a step up from like the Halo land parties people <laughs> used to have, you know? <laughs> like Chance is grabbing this video from people, I guess, three different cities total, right? Like from I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you guys so were all just here. He's oh, doing this in OBS, so we're taking, he's taking yeah. all of that oh, yeah, video true. and just cutting between it. So it's essentially what we're doing in here is the same thing we were doing during the Minecraft festival. Like now it's just we're all hard more like a, uh, instead of grabbing. It's, yeah. it's more like a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Broadcasting. Yeah. This is broadcasting. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, you know, essentially. So it's actually pretty fucking sick. Though. It's kind of wild, but uh, you guys, especially the way you do, like the when you like shot us, like it's everything is like front loaded setup wise. Like you know, you set up all the audio and all the video so that like you just, it's just there. Like it's just done. Thanks. Yeah. For the it, most part, it looks like that, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems it might seem like that. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe I misunderstood. I thought you meant like it's like just available. No. Well, it's not the finished product, but it's like you have. No, I know what you. Oh. Uh, I, I appreciate. Yeah, we make it look good. Maybe we try to do uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's most of it. Most of it's in place already. But yeah, but it's literally few. like you know, like this is how the set looks. Well, you guys will break down and stuff, and then no, we'll touch it until we come back. No, we're not leaving. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> this is your practice space now. Uh, <laughs> this is the Airbnb. <laughs> it's, it's literally us coming vacuum. Like Trey and I vacuum the whole thing. Like chances, like working on that stuff, moving shit around. Because like right now we did incense, so yeah, literally all the carpets are full of ash. <laughs> yeah, I see that. over there, and it's very funny. Yeah, there was a big one that fell a little uh, bit earlier, and we try to make it cool every time. It was like a big thing we wanted to do was make sure like themes. It, yeah, yeah, had a theme or it had like a unique or creative lighting too. So band. it's not just you know a <laughs> empty are, garage with black. Yeah, we're, it's a fucking garage. <laughs> black you know? backdrop. Yeah. No, I think it was cool. I mean, just to explain the flowers really quick, like it's you said funeral. Yeah, yeah we were no, it's like, great. We were like, let's do a wake. No, know, this like, was totally like, great. <laughs> That's exactly the vibe. Just because like there, our record, there's so much. I kind of mentioned during the stream, but there's like so much like religion, death referencing, and I think like I've totally drawn to the flowers and the mic stand. And it's kind of been growing I'm from that. Connor asks. I didn't know that prior. You know, why would I? Yeah. Uh, and you because you said funeral and they were like why and i was like i don't know brian said funeral let's make it happen yeah like, <laughs> no i appreciate just the no hesitation just yeah, like okay. execution <laughs> i wasn't sure what we were gonna see when we showed up honestly and this was like it was Sick. great right. and you know That's we're not the first band to use flowers on a mic stand or on stage by yeah, any they means beautiful. but they look fucking like, cool yeah, um which is a third or second Band in here, third. They did flowers also in plants. Yeah, they did but, plants. Uh, it was greens. It was oh, different. This, oh, looked, okay. this looked different. It was nice. Yeah, and the incense and smoke was it was good. And I saw shortly good. just did like a Eureka live, and then they had like some flowers and shit. And I'm like, oh fuck, now Masters. we're gonna be accused of ripping off shortly. I know this. that's you know, but believe this. But I think like man. you know, like I said, we're not the first band to do it, and I I just think that like more bands should do cool shit like this. I the exception. I I think the front bottoms are feeling themselves a little too much. <laughs> they still do flower stuff. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. They do. They had like a bar on stage. I saw them with Manchester oh, Orchestra. Yeah. yeah I, and then like had like a cow. Oh, you did. Yeah. It was so fucking. I it mean, was good. I, I never, love Manchester Orchestra. That's I don't really why. know them, but I had a good time. Stayed for it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it when it comes to like getups for like a tour or getups for like a theme for the band, I yeah, it's doing that really well right now. It's safe. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, been I've been doing everything attention. in like those orange red like jumpsuits. Jump and just like they're like they're performing every night in the jumpsuits. Yeah. It's just like very like very, very cool for them to like yeah. really like delve into like their album for that. So it's like yeah. a lot of the slot is the similar stuff that you were doing. Yeah, I I like that. I think what really inspired me was when I saw Foxing. Um mm-hmm. I saw them at the Loving Touch on the Near My God tour, and they had like these like it looked like eighties just like IBM logos like they have like you know like when you see like the the globe with like the lines through it you know that like classic logo they had like that and it just it, that kind of inspired the whole Inundation from Globocorp because it looked like a Globocorp type of thing I was like I just thought that was hilarious and they were all wearing the same shirts they're a, they're a big influence I missed that they played Toledo um, I did go to that show but um and I want to 
they're doing the Drawdown the Moon tour now. I'm with with Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. And so. fucking Michigander. Shit, cool as fuck. No, Foxing is dope. Half, it's like a, and half kidding, yeah. Yeah, because like I don't select know, dates. Like, <laughs> select predecessors of this, but another uh, group of people that kind of do a similar thing or used to it a little bit more. Little Elephant from Toledo. They they caught yeah. boxing and they have a little elephant boxing from Toledo from like eight years ago, I think seven That's years cool. ago. Something That's like super that. cool. Oh, yeah, that is really tight. Caught him before, you know. I guess I'm like too big to be little they got, elephant. Yeah, yeah. They, they were too big to do it, but uh, oh my god, yeah, good band. I would like to see like bands do more like a band of that size or like just show up at like a Howard's and just play. Yeah. And just like, a, like the wonder years, the guy like soupy will go do that for uh Aaron West in the roaring twenties. Like he'll just show up and like pretend like he gets into character and like pretends like he's this like super nerdy guy. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Then he just crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's really good. Yeah. And it's almost to me, it's like, it's almost kind of like, uh, I feel like he's maybe a little cocky going and doing that. Like, oh, they're going to. There was this YouTube video I saw. It was like this like famous classical pianist. And they were in Brooklyn, like playing a sold out show, like 10,000 people in this gigantic building. Um, and they went out like the day of their show, like six hours before and set up and essentially were bu- like was busking and like yeah. nobody stopped. Great. Nobody paid any attention. <laughs> and then just like we're playing, was playing to 10,000 people yeah. later that night. It's just like, it's it's interesting to see that like, yeah, if you've got something to do, like, and you're like, you might walk by something that's like people regard so highly, and yeah, no yeah, no clue at all. That's what I love about music. Like, I love the music world because there's so many different like niches where you could be literally, like you said, literally huge, but then like just be walking down the street and no one knows who you are. You're just like huge in this environment that you've like cultivated. Like you play a show and all the people who are there are like there for like the thing that you do. But outside of that, it's just like you're useless. That sounds amazing. Like that sounds like the best life. Yeah. Right. (laughs) My calves and my torso have been in so many movies. Yeah, (laughs) exactly, dude. What about your guys is you guys are in bands, right? So are you guys like all like in that or like how's that? So, yeah, half, half kidding is myself, Trey. Uh, Kate, who has hosted a few of the Shack TVs before. Um, Joey, who is a friend of ours, helped out a lot with the Mindcello stuff. That'd be brutal. <laughs> That's crazy. And Mike. And Mike, who's our sound guy. Oh, um, sweet. And then Matt and Chance are in a band called The Phones. Oh, okay. With okay. Uh, Robert. Robert. Yeah. I saw that you guys did this recently. Yeah, right? yeah we just did. Yeah. Which was very weird to was be it? on the yeah. other side of it all. The production, yeah, missing, yeah, filling like the gaps and called in a a friend of ours to run switchboard. Um, Oh, right, right, yeah, who and then, um, Mike Jones, Mike Jones, Jones. Taylor Wilkes also helped out with camera too. Who, okay, chance Taylor and I are pretty much the loon base crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, into this, it's kind of just one thing now at this point, yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely like melded together over time and like. Low key becomes same co, which is what we yeah, wanted. Yeah, no, right. that HBO documentary about Q into the storm was fucking insane. It was, it was alright. It was just hilarious to me that like it literally was like some dork on like eight chan. Don't sell your data, baby. I don't, <laughs> don't sell your data, baby. <laughs> Crushing it, dude. One more time. One more time. One more time. Sell your data, baby. Don't sell, <laughs> bought a baby straight cash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baby bubby bunkers. Do you guys? I have a question for real. Like with you guys being like so you know in the scene i'll toot your horn like you're pretty well known in like the diy just like even if not like i think individually but also just like the summit shack it's like an institution of sorts you know what i'm saying (laughs) public institution yeah it's like it's like it's a thing people know about it yeah no better than i think sometimes yeah serious blinders on i think yeah Yeah. like we literally (laughs) like come that's come in do the thing and make a bunch of shit yeah we just like, yeah, yeah. Just like <laughs> no, it's, right. I don't think a lot of us really know how far it extends. Well, sometimes, like, again, like, like yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, you played Swordfest. I'm like, I don't remember you. I'm so sorry. No. Like, 600 people that night. That yeah. No. Like, that's, I feel the same way. And I feel like it's a healthy thing to put blinders on. Like, for instance, this is going to sound like braggy, but it's like one of the first cool things that ever really happened to me in music. Like, we put out our single and then, like, it got featured on Stereo Gum. And then I had, like, friends from high school like texting me telling me and i was like i i, yeah, I, right. I literally didn't even know like 
what the significance of that was because I'm not like an internet sleuth type right. person. Like, yeah, but the like, point is, like, I, I, ego in a bad way. Yeah, I feel like, unchanged. Right. I feel indifferent, like appreciative, but like, you know, and the same with the podcast. Like, I don't think about like when you say like you listen to all, <laughs> I'm like, wow, all right, that's cool, your, right? Wow. <laughs> but like, if, if if you, oh, here we go. The thing about him being humble, he's lying, folks. <laughs> he's lying, folks. <laughs> Trust me, I listen to the podcast. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's so random because sometimes I'll feel like really good and I'll do like a long intro where I'm just yapping off. And then other times I'm like, let's get right to the like fucking it. episode. I, like I feel like the first time that we were on the podcast with Connor, I was just like, you're just a person that's doing the thing they love to do. And you yeah. didn't know what the fuck you were doing. And yeah. I think that that's like, and the same with us. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. I was yeah. figuring out every day, like, what should we change? What, where should we go with it? And it's like, I don't know. As soon as you should know, you should just do it and uh, you'll figure it out along the way. Right. And I think what I'm kind of curious about is, uh, oh, my sister just texted me and said, you guys sounded so good. Oh, oh thank nice. you. Thanks, Jen. Um, maybe she's Shout still watching. Jen. But uh, Jen. love you. But um, I was going to ask, so, you know, you guys, like I said, you have like this thing and it's, but it's not your band. It's the Summit Shack. Yes. And it's this thing that you do for other people. Mm-hmm. I, I compare it to my podcast. But do you still maintain that like music? doing like the band is that like like a primary goal for you guys still that like this is just like a side project that has become like a big you know what i'm saying like you, is, uh, how do you like balance that's a, that's the good, two that's yeah. a good question yeah, yeah. That, um well, what are you gonna say yeah i, yeah. I, I kind of take it in ways uh a friend of ours uh james uh james he's out he's he lives out in la just a lot of stuff with computers and stuff he's always said and he's a really great like, like artist and illustrator too but he's always said like you can only like, only focus on like one one or two real things like passions at a time. Yeah. And for a while I was like, no, fuck it, I'll just do all of it. But like I really in in more years I think like that's really uh, resonated with me more, and I think it really goes in like again with the blinders. Like right now we're doing Shack TV, we're doing this, we're doing this, and then we'll go on and then Chance and I'll go. We'll focus on our band and we'll do the fun yeah. things and we'll do that thing. Kind of do that for a minute. And it kind of goes in circles. Like I feel like and right now like. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to talk about half getting, but half getting is going through that right now. We're going to go. Yeah, we're literally we're, 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 we're <laughs> exiting exiting Shack TV after the next two. Yeah, um, like, and then taking a break until what April? Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, and we're 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 gearing up for an album release. Cool. Um, we signed to a label a few months ago at this point, um, and I think we're starting the rollout in January or February. February, March. I don't know sometime around there that's um, sweet so we're like we we just like sent over the the whole yeah. like, they sent us like this huge like 12 page like questionnaire essentially where it's just like any question any pr thing could ever ask we just right. want it like on there <laughs> so that we don't have to like get those answers from you we already have those answers from you so it's just like everything they need for the rollout like yeah. we already gave to them um yeah so like we're gonna we're switching gears and going straight into that um, I know Matt's got a new project uh, oh, yeah. kicking off with uh, Kevin and Mike and yeah, Kevin uh, Rice from Volleyball. Uh, oh yeah, Kevin and I just started a band because uh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, it's actually it's really funny when these guys were in American Spirits. We owns our band tour together. We met Kevin on like one of the last days of tour. We were at uh, Nashville. Uh, Bingle Mansion. Bingle Mansion. Volleyball oh. got la- added last second to the show, and Kevin was just like the most grateful person in the world. He yeah, was like, like the first person I met in like DIY period. Like he, he introduced like, it to me. Yeah, we like made <laughs> friends that night, and like he's been a friend ever <laughs> since. And uh, yeah, we just started a new project together. Which Fun is, fact: like, he also exists in multiple places at once. Yes, I, Kevin yeah, yeah. yeah. We're trying to get the shit done time. before he moves again. Yeah, uh, dude. Like, literally, this is going to be like a six month band, and then we're going to be done. Yeah, we're gonna show December first, and then we're like. We're no, gonna record yeah, we, some stuff and then he's gonna move. We yeah. met him. He was uh, very soon. He like came up to us when we were loading in well, at Bingo. He was like, Yeah, I listen to American Spirits. And we're like, No, it's impossible. We only have like two songs. We've been a band for like four months. He's like, No, I really like your songs. And he showed us and we're like, Oh, that is us. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do you live? How do you even know? That <laughs> right. But Kevin's really cool. Love Kevin. Yeah. I'm curious about like, and this is somebody, I mean, coming from somebody who's like literally trying to arrange this myself but you said you signed to a label you got this whole thing how does one go about did you like know somebody with a label because yeah, i'm trying to figure out you just got a shop yeah you know yeah oh yeah alex is the alex. alex is the connect yeah you just shop it like ask alex okay they'll figure it out yeah 
if you sign with the label, especially with uh, like vinyl distro and stuff like that, a lot of labels don't want to like have the issue that they had this past year where a band puts out an album and then the vinyl ships a year later. Yeah. Um, so if, if you're going to do the label thing, just like be, be fully prepared for the process to like slow down. A lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not like it's just your album and you're like, all right, let's do like a, like, you know, like a few week release or like a month long release and like do the yeah. singles and stuff. And you do it on your own, which is like what we did for all the spirit stuff with like this. It's like a much more like organized and much more like methodical approach. Yeah. Um, which is like appreciated because like half kidding doesn't have like, you know, like we're essentially a COVID band. Like we did our first tour with what team and and summer brews, February, like, so wild of a 2020 so like right before yeah. everything shut down that was pre joey being had too yeah so it's like coming out this like the the, the current band. lineup of the band is just like a covet band essentially yeah. so like we don't really have like the tour like at least like we've played a bunch of different gigs and like yeah you play like to 20 people when you're, you're doing like nobody tours in the beginning but like right you play to 20 people enough times that shit adds up especially yeah. if you're hitting different cities like because you get one, two people who are going to like keep listening and it just like kind of these there, guys like, and they already know it too. It's just like, even if you get like one person a show, who's it's a just a grind person. It's a grind. It like, is. And like all the bands who have like, have really like taken off over the past like few years. were just touring relentlessly. Yeah. They were touring yeah. relentlessly. When we jump to this season two, this is still season one. Um, we're going to take this on the road, right? Yeah. Like, I was that's going to take this mobile. Um, and I mean, the idea is the same. It's like, you know, if we're sharing this and all of those people are sharing this and vice versa, yeah. right? It's like, and you're going all these places, you're meeting more people, you're telling them like somebody's going to eventually check Instagram and actually you know, right. go through it, right? Like, right. whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Just like touring is huge. Yeah. Like, I, I think that it definitely is. And it's, it's also difficult. I'm sure you guys can relate, like being like adults, at least on paper. You know, like our our plan is like, well, first of all, like with the record rollout, it was like so haphazard and like we've been doing it in a, a weird kind of cool way because we hired Alex to do PR, but it's kind of like this freelance thing. So like we can release when we want to, but Alex is helping with PR, you know, but the next one will be way more organized, I think. But the the idea is for us like expanding is one, try to use the internet as much as possible. And we all have I think we all have like Monday through Friday jobs. So we're going to just try and do like a couple weekenders a month, you know, and yeah, just, it's, just it adds up. We can do that. Yeah. Especially if you just do like you do a Thursday, Thursday night, like somewhere local. And yeah. Then you dip Friday, Saturday, and then you hit somewhere Sunday on the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, we were just a weekender band. And it's literally the same exact outcomes a lot of times in terms of if your goal is just to hit different markets. And you're hitting them on Friday, Saturdays instead of Tuesdays and Wednesdays. One, like one time you swing, you swing up to Minnesota or swing up to Wisconsin. Yeah. Another time you swing down to like Tennessee region. Another time you like swing down into the Virginias and then you go East Coast. Yeah. Like there's a lot of different like little loops you can do that have like yeah. hubs that yeah. you can play at. Yeah. We're kind of like spoiled in the Midwest. The same with the East oh, Coast. Yeah. No. So East Coast Michigan, is really Michigan's easy. Got a lot of, yeah. A lot of cool pockets like Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo. Even sometimes Lansing, like wasn't Bingo Mansion in Lansing? Yeah. And then they before they Lansing. closed up. Yeah. And that, that they had big names coming through there all the yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, what's their Yeah, what's their face? I've heard their I have a test press for their EP actually. But yeah, like what do you what do you kind of encounter uh anticipate to be like the issues with taking this on the road? Like do you feel like you'll be able to do it? Uh well so the internet. The internet, yeah. yeah. So we've kind of we messed around with the mobile hotspot, yeah, and um that worked pretty good. Um, yeah, it worked we've used great actually. So mm. one time that we tried it, yeah, we tried it once. We did it, no once. One time, one time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. word. Ideally, yeah. we have a two hundred foot yeah. Ethernet cable, so it's like we can. <laughs> Sick. Look, we'll be fine. Like, yeah, people's, like practice spaces where they jam. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, their home turf kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. hopefully yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. like a lot of the goal. Or if like we just find a cool spot for like do like maybe a showcase, yeah. like three acoustic acts or something. Yeah. And that's what, like, mobily, like, if we get the hotspot working, like, we could technically be in the woods, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that could be the setting. Like, we could do it wherever. That'd be sick, dude. Um, You know, and power could be running off a generator, you know? Yeah. Like, Um, literally starting a show at sunset, natural light, just kind of like something like that. You know what I mean? So, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, write that down. Yeah, beach show would be awesome. But that's going to be the biggest problem. Yeah, beach show would be sweet. (laughs) Plug and play. Internet is the biggest problem. Yeah. That's the beast. Yeah, that, that that sounds like that sounds so awesome. Do you think that you'll yeah. try to do like 
play gigs and also be doing it at the same time. Probably like try not. to like match. That shit's a fucking yeah. headache. Um, yeah. It's already yeah. kind of stressful the way it is. Or if we did it like we play shows and then off days we shoot shows. It's a lot. Like alternate it. That would be a fucking cool way to do it. <laughs> right. Well, because cool. with the live show, like this cool. is live, obviously, but like I've yeah. been working on cutting all this up, getting this to our Patreon people quick, getting it to like our YouTube thing. So it's kind of pushing it there too. So really all that stuff can be watched whenever. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's cool. This is live, but like realistically, yeah. we're going to get double our views in two months from then when people right. watch it. You know what I mean? So even if we did like shots on off days, it really wouldn't be that big deal. We don't have to worry about coming out on Wednesday, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm a genius, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah, we haven't figured it out all the way. Got a lot of work to do. Okay, fine. See how it is. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to like pivot a little bit and like yeah. ask about the COVID band thing. And I've asked this before of different bands who kind of like wrote or formed or whatever during COVID, but like, how do you avoid being like, what are you writing about? How are you trying to avoid being like the quintessential, like cliche of like just writing about like the COVID album? You know what I mean? That's like about COVID. I'm just curious. I'm sure that you didn't do that, but I'm just curious. I mean, and naturally you're going to be influenced by whatever's happening. Sure, yeah. But I, like, what, I, what were you like writing about? Like what was inspiring at the time? I'll be honest. I have yet to write a COVID song. But, yeah, but um, most of your material, I feel like Rose written pre-COVID. It was, yeah. It was a lot of it. During, well, okay, but. so here's the thing. Like I, I, for Spirits, I used to write a lot of lyrics. I still love writing lyrics. And yeah. I, I just write lyrics all the time. But Kate's the main vocalist in Half Kidding. Um, and so we're trying to push her to write like, you know, more and more stuff. And she's got a little bit of new stuff for the newer projects. But for the most part, a lot of the material that we recorded was lyrics that Mike and I wrote and Kate had like I think three songs, so it's a little bit of a mix, yeah, sort of from everybody kind of like jump, and it's kind of like that all the time. Um, I've been slacking on writing; that was what I'm getting at a lot, heavy yeah. slacking. So Connor wrote a few songs in American Spirits that we. What yeah, song did you write? Couple of oh, <laughs> did I ever hear it? No, probably not. Pa- it was, a was it a practice? Patreon only. What did you What did you say? Patreon only, dude. Yeah, Patreon <laughs> exclusive. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I don't have a COVID song yet. I don't. But normal life was already depressing enough. COVID. Yeah. Honestly, like we did great in COVID. Like we were just a bunch of introverts that just gamed and stayed at home. We were like, yeah. oh, now we're being told to do that. Like, yeah. Great. You want to be like sensitive to and not turn act like the pandemic was just like this wonderful thing. But at the same time, I think it's okay to be like honest about the positives, you know, without without being disrespectful to people who suffer. Playing know? Among Us was sick. What's that? Playing Among Us. Like, oh. Unironically, I think that game's a lot of fun to play with. Like, friends. oh, and like in the beginning of COVID, we were just like, I'd say like three nights a week. Yeah, I didn't play. We it. got like Marco Morris. from uh, Kiss Your Friends, yeah, uh, and Travis from Kiss Your Friends. They played quite a bit. It started with Minecraft. It transitioned into Among Us, and then everyone hit. A oh wall. yeah, we burned Fuck out so guys. fast. We did like <laughs> we did like anymore. three more Minecraft shows after that, and it was just like the amount of work that we had to put into the stages because we had to keep like outdoing oh, ourselves. Yeah, it was, and like everybody was just like spending four hours a day playing Minecraft, <laughs> and it was just like no, there was more. Than, yeah, like, uh, I literally think like Sergey and some of those other people were literally spending like twelve hours a day like building <laughs> Minecraft for this like thing that we the, need to, you the know, work yeah. to pay off ratio was like <laughs> not worth not yeah. worth it to keep doing that like i got to did you get into a game i do that's what i got i played oblivion again i bought an xbox 360 so that i could play oblivion oh, and man. and then i got into uh i just played skyrim I'm on a Virginia Slims, sir. Why are we stopping? I was a gamer when I was younger, but like I, my skill level did not rise with my peers. Did you train? No, just games in general. I play like three games. I play Skyrim. I'll play Oblivion, and then I play whatever the newest NHL game is. Like I'll watch friends who are really good at video games play. Connor's crazy. Yeah, at video games. All video games. Connor's crazy. Just a beast. Yeah, Connor and I have been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Connor's very, very good at it. I'm running straight through a room, getting to the objective. He'll like look at shit. I'm like, dude, I didn't even know that was a playable piece of the environment. Silent Hill 2. I just played Metroid Dread. Silent Hill 2 is a great game to watch. Metroid fans, great game. 
Yeah. I was okay. I was like savant level awesome at Super Mario 64. Yeah. Like 120 stars, baby. Like, I was a beast at that game. It's a tough game. That's similar to not for me, dude. You ever play Donkey Kong 64? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Never beat it though. Same thing, sort of with the golden bananas. Great game. Yeah. So Crash Bandicoot, huh? I get out of here. Crash Bandicoot's good, dude. <laughs> Love those slippery sliding mechanics that are just don't yeah. hold up at all. Yeah, dude. Oh my god, I missed that game. Actually, you know what? I'm thinking of Banjo Kazooie. That game ripped. That game's similar to Donkey Kong 64. It's yeah, like it really is. Kind of like the same engine. Rare made it to it. Talk Christ every night at midnight. I don't want soccer. <laughs> that is true. Trey plays soccer cars and I just yell at him. I play soccer cars. Oh, okay. How are the how is like the culture on streaming nowadays? Because like I remember back in, in my heyday, it was real bad. I think it's worse. Is it? I think so. Yeah. Real bad. I don't have any facts, but I I'm if I'm just guessing, it's probably really bad. Yeah. Trey actually got me into this game. It's a game called Mordhau. It's just sword fights um, like and Mordhau's very fun. But the community Sucks. is, oh, just the worst. But they installed yeah, a uh, profanity filter that you can toggle on. That's so the, nice. the live chat where people are just saying the most horrific things you could think. Yeah. Um, just it out. I'm like, this is way better for a sword fight now. Yeah. <laughs> for sword fighting. There's just, if you press numpad one, you can get the chat to just turn off altogether. That's your best yeah. bet. Usually. That's kind of, yeah. You know, I just had a thought, like, <laughs> if this is how you know that, like, you have to be kind of, like, obsessed with music to even pursue it. If there was a video game where it was like the actual life of a musician trying to pursue music, no oh, one would fucking play I have it to, because I, it would be so boring. Here, to, <laughs> I'm going to hand this microphone over to Chance because there's a game like you want in development. Go to I, practice. I have and a gear. written for Shaq RPG. Oh, yeah. Shaq RPG is going to be sweet. The three options are you can play as musician, uh, booker, or... Uh, is it journalist or something? Or artist. So like someone who makes like posters, yeah, the video or photography, It'd be like just little mini games based off that, and like this would be the first hub world would be like BG, like the chef. Yeah, <laughs> meet Connor first. He's he's the person who gets like you connected with someone. Yeah, yeah, he sets you up with like your first like health pack and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll hook you up with a band, like depending on which instrument you play. It'd be like just like short mini games based. Are you on gonna, and then people can like name their band or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But very, I think it like diverges very Fallout, like in terms yeah. of like open worldness. Eventually, so can you develop it? Are you like do you know how to like develop that type of shit? I can do three D. I don't know how to code though. Oh, hmm? yeah, got fucking code right here. We're looking for Shack RPG. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of people making a passion project. I know. God, here I am saying no one will play this game, and you're like, well, as a matter of fact, <laughs> standard RPG. I'm thinking more of like the longs of like a Skyrim, where you have to like literally do every incremental thing. Like required. I cheap out with quick time events because you know what I'm saying. Code, probably, and that's my point. That's my point. That like the only people who pursue music are like they have like a sickness that they have to do it because it sucks. Yeah, yeah. And I, I would, I would put all my armor back on the mannequins and I, I would that. get in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Red Dead Two. I bought it like six oh, months that's ago. That's really good. And I finally got around to playing it like a month ago. Really. And uh, but that's no, the same kind of thing. Like, at the end of the day, I, I ride my horse to my camp. And yeah, I, I go shave and I go to you bed shave. and I change my clothes because I want new clothes for the next day. And that's how I end every play when I'm playing that game. Are you dreaming about deer or wolves? Um, just horses. Oh, okay. just horses all the time. Uh, there's a what it is like Kentucky something or other. I'm trying to get right now. Oh, so I hear I hear that like if you dream about wolves, it means your honor is low. You've been killing too many people or something. Oh, if you dream about deer, it means like your honor is high. My honor is like. Sixty percent. My honor would be so low, dude. Dog, what the fuck? <laughs> How old are you, Brian? Thirty. Are you really? Yeah. Chances age. Yeah. Chances age. I love that. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I thought old. like we're around the same age, right? Yeah, chances yeah, turned twenty-eight. Like, yeah. Last yeah, couple. You don't. You don't look thirty. You look nice. You look dude, good. I five nice. years ago. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> five years ago, dude, I had like short hair. I dressed like an adult. I wasn't pursuing <laughs> music. And once I started pursuing music, I was just like, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want, dude. Start pursuing music. You just, all your money. It's gone. My 20s just started over. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. When I was doing stand-up comedy, I still had kind of short hair, I think. But I only, I did it twice. I didn't like do stand-up comedy. It's tough still. Yeah. It's a lot to even go up and do one time. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I did, I did a tight five. Did a tight five. 
Yeah. And it was, it was good. And then the second time it was awful because I got cocky from the first time. Yeah. Tried to do a different routine. Oh, I'm like, like rookie mistake. Dude. Thought like, you had the first one down. You're like, yeah, yeah. it. I'm yeah. level one. Yeah. I should have <laughs> fucking tightened it up, tighten the screws. But instead, I tried to like wing this completely new thing and it was terrible. Bomb, dude. Absolutely bomb. That's such a scary thing to do, though. Like, I couldn't imagine yeah. doing stand up. Like, we've got a couple friends that do it. And, like, some people that we know that are really funny that would be, that would kill. But yeah. like, it's so terrible. Terrifying. Yeah. Shout out to Grumpy Dave's uh, comedy night, Tuesday nights, I think, BG. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I definitely want to, yeah. like, check out some comedy shows more now that, like, the pandemic is, like, boosting a little bit. Like, yeah, people, people are, are doing shit. Stuff. Yeah. I'd like to, I have, like, a pipe dream of, like, being a touring musician, but living somewhere where there's like a decent comedy scene. So like, if I'm not touring, I can go. Yeah. Just like not get pursue it as like a legit career, but just like, like a Batman. Yeah. be decent. Like feature at a local comedy club for like, like things onto something, dress up maybe for it. Like, yeah. Like, why does that one comedian wear a mask? He's like, he's on tour. Well, the thing is I wouldn't want it to intersect. I wouldn't want people to like, I want to be bigger for music. You know, I wouldn't want to be like, Oh, that's the guy from that band. Now he's yeah. trying to do comedy. I wouldn't want like the two worlds to collide. What if the opposite happened? Just happenstance. Like if if like I your comedy career just like boom, you were like, oh, doing. I would try to parlay that into music so fast. I would yeah. try to like, use... like, well, I have this band too. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Interview. Yeah. Yeah. That would be like that would I would music is always like the number one thing because I just. I don't know. It's weird because like my personality, I'm so like, ask these guys, I'm so goofy all the fucking time. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like I always joke around. So it's weird that like music is, but I feel like I'm the most myself like playing music. You look comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, thanks. Excited to be doing your, your songs, doing, yeah. Like there's something to that. Really tell them about doing their thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's feels Alex G. You know that is? I know who it is. I've been, I've had a few like people telling me like, Sorry, hey, that was check, really random. But... You should check them out. Or yeah, no, there's yeah. like parts of the uh, of, of in a daydream album that uh, it reminded me of that a lot in a good way. I've heard that and like a uh, little like the first song that's like some stuff in Stevens comparisons, like the acoustic one in the yeah. beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, oh, but I never listened to him, and it's now good. now I do listen to it. No. I'm like, oh, I do like this. It's good a lot. I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Um, so you guys got the thing coming up, uh, you know, the record rollout coming out next year, right? And well, sometime we don't know. Yeah, but. no, it'll it'll be around March probably. Okay, we'll just say that there's no yeah. official date, but right now, but probably March around there. And then, do you guys have anything like like um, concrete plans or? can we edit this out no we've got um, we've got like a couple we got a song in the vault that we recorded like two years ago two oh years shit ago that we just never put out because like we were planning on putting it out you know early 2020 and then we're like well we can't tour on it we can't do anything with it so yeah we kind of sat on it and like right now we're doing this so like i said like kind of switching gears i think we'll focus on more phone stuff um yeah in the, uh, probably late spring into summer next year like, yeah like I, we're still kind of not playing a lot we played we played one show like actual live show and then we played this oh show. okay like, so we've kind of been like staying away from playing places still yeah, yeah. it's um, last year was just like we we're just like fuck it we're just throw away your yeah i don't know and kind of this year too to an extent yeah that's like, why i mean that's why this has been so gratifying for us to do yeah this is our only like, thing <laughs> this is our creative outlet right now because usually yeah. it is fucking playing music i would I think all of us would love to be on tour right now, like doing yeah. that. And like, we've had a couple of friends that have, you know, um, Ellie Hart, obviously super, super helpful member of the shack. Yeah. Um, but they just got off the tour, like doing some tour managing and stuff like that. And like, so jealous of that shit right now, you know, yeah, I would love to be out doing that, but I'm like, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot going on, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's rough to like, I'm really trying to reposition, like re, set up my life to where like it's more doable to do that more often right you know hoping that like the record being out and like we're definitely gonna hit the road and shit and hopefully it sounds so good too like again we listened to it in the way like before you guys got here today and it sounds so good oh thanks dude i'm happy about it like we i took almost two years to record like 25 minutes of music yeah you know so i hope it's good you know what i mean like if it if it wasn't i'd be pretty sad 
but <laughs> you know, like I'd legit, like, yeah. I'd be sad. Like you know, thousands of dollars, not like several thousands, but more than one thousands dollars, <laughs> millions, yes. But no, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens. Playing you know. is like the best. I don't know. After yeah, just for a weekend, just feeling tighter. After yeah, like we're happy. I'm excited about just for our first like run. And then you're, at the end, you're like, oh, well, we are playing the songs really nicely. Yeah, yeah like, like, tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. The last time we played before this was uh, like last weekend at the sanctuary. Like we cool. played a gig, yeah. and now like we put in the work in the the front end to like it was a lot of these guys doing work. It wasn't a lot of me doing work what because the they bands. What other bands is everybody in? Come on. Oh, we're at the we're at the here. we're at the plug section. Yeah, now. you're at the plug section. You got dude. some plugs. Get over here. My band, Boyfrienders, that I sing and play guitar in, just put out a record called Midwest Alive and Nightmares. Um, our, quote, release show for it is January 15th at the Sanctuary in Detroit with Good Luck Rye, Sea Home, and Equipment playing that show as well. Uh, and other Boyfrienders Rank stuff. those bands. No. <laughs> They're my friends. Why just would kidding, I do that? Because I'm putting you on the spot. Other Boyfrienders stuff... Uh, not really much. We're making a horror movie next year, and that's basically I it. I think I'm starring in that, actually. Um, we're making, like, a low-budget, like, horror comedy for, for like, for promotion for the record, basically. Just, kind of like, I guess, like, really bad, like, slasher B-movies is what it, it's inspired by, and we want the production quality to be, like, that one Jack Black movie, Be Kind Rewind, where they like overwrite all the tapes and have to like remake the movies, like that kind of production value. Maybe a little <laughs> bit more, but yeah, that's mine and Matt from the band's brainchild. And it's that's going to be so fun. Jakey Poo. Cool. All right. I will plug my stuff. Um, so I sing and play guitar for a band called No Fun Club. Um, we, after a long, long process of getting a new lineup together, we played our first show back after COVID last night which was really really cool and me and um patrick the guitar player we are starting to record scratch tracks and stuff for our record which over the next couple months will be we'll be doing that so no fun club and boyfrienders are sharing joint custody of a drummer right now yes yeah (laughs) but um uh his name's evan he's in a band called follow land as well and he does a lot of session work yeah he's like a drum teacher session drummer like professional drummer. Yeah, yeah like, he's really good. Like when he joined Boyfrienders, like the rest of us were like, oh, we have to fucking stop our games up. Yeah. Yeah. Evan's also drumming in a band. Um, They work called Benign Appeal and are called Perpetual Care now. But that's um, oh, Patrick I didn't know No Fun Clubs, Old Friends. Like oh, they're a really, okay. really good band. Like yeah. really kind of spacey, indie rock type stuff. But they just put out their first single Friday, I think. Yes, oh, dead. sick. Yeah, so check out Perpetual Care, too. I didn't even know that. Good. And also, Jake has a label called Good Luck Charm Records. <laughs> yes. That he failed to mention. Yeah, our, I have a tape label called Good Luck Charm Records. Um, our last release was Boyfrienders record, Mythos yep. Alive and Nightmares. Um, more stuff coming next year. Maybe, Including maybe us. Maybe some In a Daydream tapes. Yeah. It's going to happen because I'm going to pay you. let us know snag a mic and say like plug all your guys's socials and stuff oh god all right um at half kidding for music stuff look out next year for stuff um shack tv live with trino leaves is happening december 11th fuck it we'll probably tweet about that yeah i don't know summit shack for everything else um thank you to everybody here yeah this is a lot of fun Get over here. Give me a shot. Get yeah. Hey, 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 Adrian. Oh, the 10th episode. The it was salt. a lot You got to stir the sauce. Um, and thanks for doing this video. Uh, ITN, too. This is really neat. And yeah. Weird. It was fun. Probably going to be yeah. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited, dude. Yeah, I have the phones for music stuff for me. And then I've got a new project with Kevin Rice from Volleyball. And that's uh, a Michigan Kalamazoo thing. And it's going to be cool. Do you have a name for it? Kevin fucking named it. It's the worst name ever, Kevin. <laughs> It's called Evan Flow. Oh, God. I was like, Kevin, are you serious? And he's like, it's great. I'm like, okay. Uh, I think okay. it's kind of hilarious. 
Evan Flo. Evan Flo. You guys get the only thing I can think of. You guys should get merch that has like, "Hi, my name is Evan" on it. He wants to do like all Evan-based jokes. I'm like, all right, God, dude, it's weird. It's like a good musician. But he's a good musician too. That's what he comes up with. All right, all right, kid. Yeah, right. All right, dude. You need Jesus. But yeah, at In a Daydream USA, at Invite the Neighbors Pod on all the shits. Um, D- December third, our record comes out. Uh, it's called This Side of Purgatory. Thanks for having us, dude. So much fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. Fucking let's play too. Let's like gig, dude. We've never actually. Yeah. Yeah. Alex is booking it, so let's play a gig. Yeah, yeah. Get to the king. All right, cool. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for watching. I'm still there. (laughs) That's it, guys. Thank you for listening. Like I said, go check out the Summit Shack. And if you enjoy this podcast, uh, follow us on Instagram at Invite the Neighbors Pod, on Twitter at Invite the Neighbors Pod. Share this in your stories. Tell a friend or don't, you know. I appreciate it, though. I, uh, I want more people to hear this podcast. Straight up. And follow the Summit Shack. Follow my band, In a Daydream, at In a Daydream USA on everything. And check us out on Spotify. And check out Half Kidding, obviously. Uh, their band. And Phones. And Evan Flow, dude. Keep an eye out for Evan the Fuck Flow. All right. Thank you for listening. You guys have a good one. <laughs>